1: Win stacks of cash by entering the 150K Crack the Code giveaway. Brought to you by your local paper, now through July 14th look for the code on page a2 then visit 150kgiveaway.com and submit your entry you could win the grand prize of one hundred thousand dollars grab the paper every day get the code on page 2a and improve your chances to win tons of weekly cash prizes visit 150kgiveaway.com for details
0: Hey folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show, the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth. My name is Eric Williams and Mung is here. Whoop. And Greg is here. Hello. And fellas, we journey into our 50th, count them, 50th... <sighs> podcast in the run of this esteemed program. Yay. Dating way back fantastic. to the 1950s. It's so nice to be back here with our 50th show. Everyone's so, I'm so excited surprised. in the
2: studio. I'm, I'm so surprised it's actually lasted this long. It
0: seems so much longer. The uh, agony, <laughs> the problems, the backfighting, the actual physical fights behind the scene. Sure, we present a jolly trio. <laughs> oh, good point. Love you, But really, once the mics go off, the vitriol and bile spews like old faithful the boxing gloves. 50. Come out. Wow. I only feel 25. Let's try to get through yet another show. Here's the new and improved show rundown. We got a lot this week. As you know, June is popping like popcorn everywhere. The events, the fun, the sun, the final almost return of summer. We'll be talking about the big father's day car show in Hyannis. And it is a big one. We have a story on the delicious Amy's Bakery of Osterville, going to a new location in that swanky village of Osterville. What else do we have? Oh, it's the Provincetown Film Festival. Mung, you'll be discovered. That'll be exciting. (laughs) we got a blue lobster at Arnold's. A blue lobster. They're rare. They're crazy. They're beautiful. We have a thin chowder discovery by Mung, who's out there always. Like the Sherlock Holmes of chowder, inspecting. Theorizing, rejecting wrong theories, and slurping up chowder, dribbling it down his chin. Greg, where's my it's like Watson. A sprinkler system? It's dripping, boy. There it is, right there. We have the walk of the week, which is Kent's Point in Orleans. And if we get to it, we got a strawberry festival for you. Oh my God. But first, let's check the all important Cape and Islands weather forecast. Finally, finally, the big power of the world upstairs, the weather god goddess thing rock, who knows, is tweaking up the temperature a bit for Saturday. That's going to be June 15th, I believe. Sunny with a high near 71. That sounds nice. And for Sunday, chance of showers, but partly sunny with a high near 70. And finally, we are getting into it. Your tides, and now they become important. You oh still, yeah! You guys used to oh, laugh at yeah. me. I know, I know. Who cares? I'm sitting here in the wintertime. I'm talking about high in high low tide. And you're I like, Who, who's going on a boat? <laughs> yeah. Who's going out for a beach walk? What are they doing? And I stuck with the tides. And now they are rewarding all of us for Saturday, June 15th. You've got a high tide around 1046, a nice plump high tide for the belly of the day. And then an afternoon low tide at 458. Well, that's about 5 o'clock on Saturday. Add an hour to it. For Sunday, and I like the way that looks. That means swimming. Swimming is going on. I was in Long Pond this weekend in Wellfleet, still working the pond thing, right. but I did notice the water temperature had risen to the point where, on a maybe 69 degree day, the water almost felt. Warmer than the air. And so you wanted to stay in the water because it was kind of breezy. Yeah, yeah. So it was one of those deals. So that's a changing environment from the run into the water and run out screaming. Yeah. So I've been in, I was out in my little sailboat with the umbrella sail going all (laughs) across Long Pond like a water bug. And then we played football in the water. Mm -hmm. So we were getting back to basic water activity. And, Mung, I know you are out there, and you are moist at all times. I think you have to stay moist.
1: Oh, I must stay moist. It'll crack. I have have someone following me around with a uh, spray bottle at all times.
0: That's nice. Uh, (laughs) What's in that (laughs) bottle? Is that just water, or is it a special sort of concoction? You know you don't have to ask. Of course, it's gravy. Oh, oh my. Hydrated <laughs> gravy? Now is that like a beef gravy, a pork gravy? Is it a mix? Is it uh, yes?
2: Is that why <laughs> people yes to come up to
0: you and like rub biscuits on you? <laughs> why do they do that all day, Greg? How do you how do you, how do you get it so
1: thin?
2: Yeah, to, to, how do you manage to get it through the, the, the viscosity of the gravy? Exactly viscosity. How I would do you
1: think do that? It, it
0: would clog the sort of sprayer part? Well, with, with big my with chunk. my skin baster, of course. <laughs> You have a skin baster. Yes, it injects it right in. So it's not just like a spray. It's also you're actually basted by Mm -hmm. a servant. Mm -hmm. What's your servant's name? Hans? (laughs) Hans? <laughs> Eduardo. Eduardo, the baster. <laughs> Eduardo, <laughs> the baster. <laughs> that, a,
2: Eduardo, I think the baster. I, I, I think I know him.
1: Man, oh, yeah, yeah, I- he was on fire because I needed to get into the water this weekend because I haven't been in at all. I had predicted that week three of June would be my first swim, but nay, nay. Here's why I was able to get into the water this past weekend. We had two, count them, two days in the 70s and sunny. So that immediately accelerated the water temperature warming by, e- it seemed like, a few degrees. Last week it was like in the low 60s. I bet when I went into Craigville Beach for about an hour, that's a lot. Um, it was awesome. Um, I would say it was about in the mid 60s. It was perfect. Um, I stayed around the shallows, which was even a little more warm, less water for the uh, sun to heat up. So it was nice and warm. And then I skipped over to Joshua's Pond in Osterville for a late afternoon swim. Another hour in there, and it was so great. I even brought out the snorkel. June may be the new September.
0: Now, I'm wondering, has it reached a temperature that's warm enough for you to molt? Or do you actually need (laughs) just a little bit more in terms of uh, water temperature?
1: Um, Maybe a couple more weeks, a couple more degrees, and then I can molt like a gizmo. And, And
0: how long does that process take, and what goes on during that process?
1: Uh, 28 to 48 hours and just little balls of little mungs just pop out of my skin. Yeah, just like the gremlins.
0: So oh. it's like a reproduction thing too, not just a shell shedding?
1: That's right. Reproduction. More mungs in the water, the better.
0: Oh, oh boy. Oh, except little for mungs.
1: for anyone else who uses the water. Goodness. It's uh, like feel sea monkeys. <laughs>
2: I feel sorry for all the other people on the yeah. beach that have to, like, watch this horror. <laughs>
1: I mean... Uh, so, oddly, there weren't a ton of people. So, I was like, where is everybody? It's like 70 on the, so back on the to, Cape? But well,
0: when you molt when you are... Okay. Out of your old shell, are you then like (laughs) very sort of uh, uh, open to attack? Are you very sort of gelatinous? Yeah, it's kind of like the Predator. Oh, my. Yeah, it's kind of that's, rough. That's, that's, that's so, you're so jiggly.
2: jiggly. So your skin feels all sort of like alive, like you. Oh, er, But he's got no protective shell at that point. Well, I, that's, that's, that's what I I'm thinking. He's all jiggly. Right. So he's all like. <laughs> 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 I
0: couldn't
1: have felt more alive in the ocean and the pond this uh, He's this, exposed. Uh, right, he's he's, he's, he's well, vulnerable. so
0: Mung and I go swimming because we are swimming veterans and we always go swimming. Mm-hmm. And I shudder to even ask Greg if uh, you've done anything. Uh, In the last week, I I hate to limit it to swimming because the things that you do are a small handful. Have you been swimming? No. See, I told you, Monk.
2: What? I was I was going to uh. go. I was, was going to go Friday, and then uh, something happened. Oh, no. I, think I had to work. I had to work. <laughs>
0: oh, I, had to work, work. I, took, I took a nap. Boom. My schedule's
2: changed. Oh, yeah, I can't. man. Okay, this, this week, I, I feel very confident, very, very confident that I'm going to get in.
0: So you're like the boy in the bubble, Greg. That's what it comes down to. You go home, you zip yourself into a hyperbaric room, and you watch television and eat a TV dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm. Yeah, pretty much. I, you know, I sometimes go out in my yard and look at my tomatoes. Ooh. Be careful! Uh, Be careful! Uh, there's all uh, sorts of bugs
0: and things uh, out there. Yeah. But there's a lot going on this week, guys. So, you love cars, right? What's oh. your dream car, Mung?
1: Oh, I need one of those uh, two million dollar Bugattis.
0: A Bugatti for yeah. Mung. We'll order one up, Greg. You can have any car in the world. Bring it to a car show. What do you want? I
2: think, and I think they actually have this in uh, Sandwich at the Heritage. They have a Duesenberg? Dusen, that sounds is about what it's right. It might
0: be Gary Cooper's Yes, exactly. Dusendorf? Oh, yeah. Duesenberg? Yes, mm. yes. That's one of those long limos. Yes, that is a fabulous car. All right, I would take an El Camino. I have always loved the El Camino. It's half car, it's half truck. What's going on with that? El mm. Camino, it's kind of square, though. Isn't it, like, like not hip? It's half car, it's half truck. I know, but it's, it's not still hip? not, it's not oh. hip. What do you think a lowrider is? A lowrider is like an El Camino. You put the dingle balls, you put those things that go in the back. Yeah, but does it? Does it like rumble when you're in there? Oh, does it rumble? A deep, deep sound. Coming from the center of the earth, the El Camino, the half car, half truck, I'd take a Ranchero does it I had does it, to.
1: Does it, does it peel out? Ranchero, go, that's like one of my favorite flavors
0: of chips. Oh, boy. It's always coming back to the <laughs> food, nacho experience food, of Mung. Right. We always all love cars, food. though. I mean, we love cars. Oh, yeah. Sure. And this is the biggest maybe car show on the Cape mm-hmm. all year. Mm-hmm. It's the Father's Day car show weekend coming up this weekend oh, in yay. Hyannis. More than 350 vintage cars Wow, dating back to 1921 will again line Main Street and Hyannis on Sunday as part of the Father's Day celebration. They're doing a bunch of other stuff, too, but the car show itself is on Sunday. From 8.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. on Main Street in Hyannis. I don't know if they closed the street down, Mung. Do you oh, know? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. They have, have you been to this? What's it like? I have. It oh, it's a up. scene.
1: It's Pac-Man. Mm. It's just not Pac-Man, the game. Like, it's Pac-Man. Waka, waka, So people just, you know, get your families and friends, and they kind of migrate over to the different cars and take photos and selfies and things of all these vintage cars and talk to the owners of the vehicles. Who are proud people. Very proud. They're talking oh, yeah. about they, how they're they packed, You know, they're how they got the passion for these cars, so it's really cool. um A couple, couple to- times I've been, it, it's been a nice day, hmm. uh so it's really good to be out there on Main Street. Do you I get think to there's drive? Really
0: live music and everything. No, you don't get to. drive As a matter of fact, it's <laughs> funny you mentioned that, Greg. I talked to a guy who's yeah. a car nut, and he's got this weird, almost night rider looking car, and I'm like, "You going to the big show?" He's like, "No." I don't like people touching my car. <laughs> uh, I was, I was uh, yes. worried about yeah, that. Yeah, there are probably like, a lot of
1: hands on the car. Like, smudges. That's and the I fingerprint mean, crowd, he mm-hmm. says. I mean, imagine
2: the amount of time that goes into, you know, getting it ready, getting it
0: restored. So you just don't want people, like, spilling right. a frap on your hood. It no could way. ruin your turtle waxing. Yeah. Is, that, is that a thing? With, like a Tur- jelly donut. <laughs> Oh, yeah, some kid <laughs>
2: comes over and mushes some chocolate or into like you. down the
0: windshield wiper place or like, you yeah. know, who knows? I yeah. mean, yeah. melted Hershey bar, <laughs> that would ruin your car. Yeah, somebody I, gets I, in it with gum in their pocket or something. A yeah. gum would be... Oh, and stick it under the seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but really, we all love looking at these machines. Mm. And mean, we
1: love fathers as well. We do. It's, it's Father's big, Day.
0: Very yeah. exciting. I, I heard actually the Elks Club, the Elks Lodge in East Ham, is having a breakfast on Sunday morning and... Fathers Eat Free.
2: Ooh. Uh, So
0: you guys would have to kind of dig up those uh, kids you have in other states that you don't really talk about, because I don't know if you have any kids on Cape Cod. uh, I don't like Hmm. to talk about that. Yeah, Guam, was it, Greg? (laughs) Don't you have an entire family that no one knows about in Guam? I will never, never, ever confess to that. What were you doing in Guam anyway? I was so you were boring. in some kind of folk band or something? I was, do, I was doing some stuff, you know? You're doing some stuff in Guam. Oh, yeah. Guam. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have uh, 13,000 children and they all ask for money. <laughs> they, all live in a, they all live
0: in a Petri dish in his glove compartment. <laughs> That's the tough thing. <laughs> they want money or protein. Or kelp. Some ask for kelp. Oh, Like the old Beatles song, Kelp Me If I Can. I'm feeling down.
1: Yeah, so you guys should go to this Father's Day car show.
0: That sounds nice. And also that breakfast, now that I Mm -hmm. remember it, in East Ham, because they do a good breakfast at the Elks Lodge. They make nice pancakes. Do they? Do they? I once went to, um, it was like a Father's Day breakfast at a fire station. And it was like their pancakes were made out of throw pillows. You almost couldn't bite through them. You mean they were they were too fluffy? No, mm. chewy. Like Uh-oh. oh, chewy. It was like chewing a pillow. How's that possible? It was like a potholder. It was like chewing a potholder. So you're like trying to eat one, and you're smiling at the firefighters, like. Oh my good grave. I've never had a
2: pancake like that.
0: By the end, like even even like old ladies and men were like just pouring syrup. They took the <laughs> lid off the syrup. They're just leaning back and pouring the syrup that, down their throat. That, that moisture that, that enables hey, you to anything. eat pancakes. I saw when someone stuck his head in a bird bath. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. The pancakes were so dry and chewy. But the ones at the Elk's Lodge in East Ham this Sunday will be delicious. I've been to those breakfasts and they are really good. Those guys and gals are pros up there. And we like cars. It may be the greatest thing civilization has ever done. Set people free in their own cars. You know, not a train. You got to go with other people. It's going to a station. It's a fixed destination. But what is great about America if cars aren't great? I'm going wherever I want to go. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah.
1: A Maybe they'll be in a wooga horn. And
0: sometime in the future when everyone's in one of these little drone B cars and everyone's being controlled by someone we will look back and lament the days of car freedom when I would say, I'm going to Poughkeepsie, darn it, <laughs> and I would drive right to Poughkeepsie. That's freedom, my friends. That is freedom. Total control. Hmm,
1: maybe I should have bring the snowy owl up and drive right right
0: up in there and be your like Your car, it's a beautiful car. It's not a collector's true. item. I'm that's sorry. True. Oh, but it's pretty and white. It is a lovely vehicle. Speaking of lovely and vehicles that go right to your waistline, mung you have a report on amy's bakery heading for a new location in osterville at 1254 main street osterville amie bakery what is this all about
1: We're so happy to bring this to Cape Cod Fun Show listeners because we have a pulse on the bakery buzz on Cape Cod. We know when their bakeries are opening, who's buzzing about it. And this week, everyone is talking about Amy Bakery in Osterville. Yeah. Um, Because they had a presence in downtown Osterville for a while, but they're since reopening now in a new, bigger location. Uh, They're offering cooking classes, but they just opened this week, and I happen to be in there.
0: about this, and then what? You wake up at 4 a.m. You go down the Hmong pole.
1: That's right. And you get into your mung suit. I got, a, I got an alarm. And out you go, like Ghostbusters. H- pastry alarm. Woo
0: woo woo The mung mobile.
1: <laughs> no, I've been wanting to go this to, to this place for uh, weeks. Ever since I saw the sign outside, you know, opening soon, and I was like, "When are you opening?" It happened to be this Monday. Uh, this Monday, so I visited this week, and I was uh, I was very impressed.
0: Set the scene, Hmong Is it like beautiful, gleaming cases? Are there it smart? Looking people sipping espresso.
1: All of the above. You go in there. It's such a clean space. It's open. It's airy. It's like a French uh, style bakery. They have beautiful, uh, you know, croissants and things in the cases, and cookies and cupcakes and things. Ooh, and I then love. they also have like a like an area where you can eat sandwiches and have some coffee, and also festooned with all sorts of nice floral arrangements inside. Um, it was lovely. People were buzzing. They were handing out little. Samples of their homemade donuts, and so you grab um, the tray. Oh, of course, I didn't leave ran. some for anybody at, at all.
2: I think someone brought in some of those donuts what? into the newsroom. I, correct? I heard as well, mini donuts, and very speak, small. And hey, what do we of, have here? Oh Bob?
1: my! Oh my! Speaking of, this is very exciting. Uh, a friend of the Cape Cod Fun Show, literally just within hours, brought us some treats from Amy Bakery, and we're going to have our first ever live tasting from a brand new bakery. We have several. Different treats. We don't know the official names of them, but we're gonna dive in and tell you what these treats are all about. Let's start with
0: Greg. Oh. Well, one thing I think we could work on is our presentation. Um, the fun show trough. I don't think is really made for these kind of fine pastries. But move over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm in here. Get out of my way. Greg's trying some. What do you got, Greg? Greg, what is this? Okay, this, this
2: is um, a rectangle shaped Ooh. <laughs> on the
0: it, top. It looks like is a bar.
1: A,
2: uh, <laughs> Mmm, top is a frosting, it's white. It's delicious. It's chocolatey, and, and there's this very thick layer of. Should we what? know what these things are? I don't know what they're called. you said it, it was it's a, a square? It's a bar. Yeah, I'm okay. going to call
1: it some sort of chocolate bar with some it's a sort of bar. like like graham cracker or, it's a or layered, bottom or something. It's a layered bar. So
2: you have so the frosting, bar. the frosting on the top. This right. very thick, very dense layer of probably what, like a quarter toothpaste? of an inch? It's like toothpaste. Yeah, that's a quarter of and an inch bottom, of chocolate. The bottom is. Mm.
1: Is it like a graham cracker crust bottom?
2: I don't know what it
0: is. Hmm. That, wasn't that your nickname in high school? <laughs> uh.
2: Graham cracker crust bottom? Mm. <laughs> anyway, you put these three <laughs> items together in one bar, and I have to say this is like fantastic
0: thumbs up for
2: Greg the, 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 the chocolate is so dense it's like a dense brownie
0: alright so that that is a big win on item number one yeah, Mung what you have Mung you have this mm. beautiful
1: looking I'm ice. going classic here on this treat that was brought to me I would say this is a classic mini cupcake but it's like a, a delightful a rose petal um, frosting so design so artful so it is just artful. like a rose I kind of don't want to eat it it's it so beautiful. It's, it's beautiful it does kind of look like a rose I could pin this to my shirt, and people would want to take me to the prom or something.
2: It's a work of art. For
1: a brief um, time till it's slid off. <laughs> <up. laughs> and it is not a chocolate cupcake. It is a uh, like a, one of those golden cupcakes. So I'm going to try it now what, what, with what? this spoon here. Are um, oh, you're going to use a spoon? This is a, good wow, amount of, this is a good amount of frosting here, man.
0: No hands. He's going in. He's got frosting. He's got cupcake. He's thinking. He's cogitating. And he's about we to report. A report. Oh,
1: I love that. You know why? The frosting is silky smooth. I don't like traditional frosting that's like waxy or like plaster, where it's just like caked on there. This kind of like melts in your mouth if you can for frosting. And it's good uh, to have the light, uh, golden-y cake as opposed to something super chocolatey with this mix of frosting. I say thumbs up.
0: Mm. Alright, I've got some kind of another bar-shaped thing. It's higher than Greg's was. <laughs> Looks like there's about one, two, three, four, five. Five layers plus a chocolate ganache frosting. Ooh, la dee da!
1: And here we go. Yeah, yours is an interesting looking one, and I want to know what it tastes like. Yeah, what's in there? Hmm.
0: It's some kind of cafe au lait thing. Is it coffee mm. flavor? Oh, yeah. Like almost like a tiramisu like, type thing? Like coffee cream, oh. actual layers of cake.
2: A tiramisu kind of and thing.
0: And that uh, chocolate ganache thinly applied to the top oh man that's what like oh man like a coffee ice cream soda frap thing wants to be when it goes to college and then it goes on to grad school and finally gets its phd in deliciousness and sophistication wow boy chocolate and coffee go so well together that's like that's like a great rating so you think it's one of the
2: That is delicious. Better better things you've had, and the aftertaste just
0: continues the coffee chocolate parade. Which, talk about bosom buddies! Wow, coffee and chocolate together again. Oh, I thought you were talking about Tom Hanks. Ah, Bosom Buddies' is television show. Um, what about yeah, Peter
1: Scolari? He doesn't get the credit he, he deserves. He doesn't get the love. And it looks like you had like one-sixteenth of that. Mm. Like, are you going to eat the rest of that? Monk, stay away. <laughs> I just tried it. We got
0: to do a radio show oh, here. I'm,
1: try I'm, a little, I'm currently trying to pull away Put your me. hand
0: back. Ah <laughs> Look, r- look, Eric over there is a bald what, eagle oh, What's that? <laughs> Oh, someone took uh, my dessert
1: Aren't we lucky here at the Cape Cod Fun Show wow, like, lo- We have arrived Free, free treats like from, a hot, from a
0: hot bakery Thumbs up to Amy's and Oscarville yeah, Everyone
1: needs to try it, but we hear it's like Because it's so new, it can get a little crowded Which is good for the business But have a little patience because Patience a- and pastries place go, go well like together that's like this, you
0: wait in line Whether it's uh, PB Boulangerie uh, in South Wellfleet Or Maison Velade in downtown Falmouth People queue up, and and, Mm -hmm. and it's worth it because you're getting the sophisticated beauty that it's hard to get anywhere else. Although, I have to say, I dropped my daughter off this morning at 6 a.m. for her bus field trip to New York City, and on the way back, I stopped at Hole-in-One Donuts Mm. in East Ham. Yeah. That's cinnamon donut, man. I don't know. Is it good? Jeez, it's like, there's nothing better, except maybe one of these Amy's things that's like so you know, beautifully presented, but there's some good donuts on Cape Cod. But that is an aside. It's nice that we're classing up the proceedings. Summer brings sophistication even to us. Mm -hmm. Even to you guys in your overalls. Uh We'll take it. you like, hee-haw, (laughs) hayseeds. hee (laughs) haw You guys are going to get sophisticated in the summertime. And one of the events to really... Get swanky and cool and feel hip is to attend the Provincetown International Film Festival. It's the 21st annual film festival, more than 100 American and foreign narrative, documentary and animated feature and short films being shown around town over 5 days. Filmmaker John Cameron Mitchell, who made Hedvig and the Angry Inch.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that.
0: And actresses Judith Light and Gillian Bell. Author Casey Sherman will be among those receiving awards. Panel discussions, parties, and the fest's greatest star, Provincetown itself. Which is like a movie set. That's true. It you is. walk around there, don't you feel like you're on a back lot somewhere of some cool art colony? You do. Yeah. it's so unique. You like pinch it, yourself and boom.
2: Like it's almost like unreal, but it's actually real.
0: You look down the alley and you see like a boat bobbing mm. in the harbor and say, well, that's nice light. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Addis came, Greg. Picturesque. You know, that's what they were seeking: light, light, the, the light, light, yeah. the the light. light. The light. The light's beautiful.
1: That's what's great about this festival is not only do you get to go see some of the premiere films that uh, that filmmakers are doing, you get to be in Provincetown doing this at the same time. It's going to be a nice weekend. You never know. Maybe you'll bump into Judith and Light. Judith you can Light talk is, about...
0: is she a celebrity? I've seen her on like uh, CSI as oh, a yeah. judge.
1: She, she was in. Uh, uh, well, everyone knows Judith Light from the, the great uh, television uh, comedy, Who's the Boss? Oh, um, uh, the Tony Danza vehicle. Oh, that's right. That's right. She was good in that, though.
2: She I was thought. good. Her. I didn't
0: like Tony. I don't know. There isn't a she lot of love good. for, for Tony was, Danza, apparently. Was like, it was kind of a dopey oh, uh, show. Oh, Catherine Hellman was in that. Now Mona. She was, Mona she, she, was, very skilled she was a actress. spitfire. I oh, love that. Mona, yeah, 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 yeah. And young Alyssa Milano. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <gasps> um that other kid that was an alright show I don't know yeah. who's the boss and, but all sorts of movies I was looking at the lineup there's a documentary about Linda Ronstadt and her incredible voice and a million of other things uh, there's one where apparently a guy put a fixed camera on his litter box for 15 years and he shows it in wicked high speed it only takes 20 minutes Seriously? It's called The Deposit. Okay. You're yeah. just making it up. Ah, come on! Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I ir- to raise cat awareness. Is, oh. is is John Waters supposed to be there also? I don't know. I didn't see his name on the press <gasps> material, but uh, we oh. certainly would hope. I thought He's a frequenter yeah. of
1: Provincetown. You he never is, know. He is.
0: So um. started on Wednesday, so it runs through this weekend through Sunday. It's five days of revelry, film, and Provincetown joy. Mm -hmm. Ooh,
1: and listen to this. If you can't make it up there, which is a shame, you can follow lots of great Provincetown Film Festival coverage with the Cape Cod Times. Plug. Plug. Yep, big plug. plug. And the features section. We've got our uh, features intern Haley uh, doing stories that'll appear this Saturday and Sunday. Tim Miller, our film critic, will be tweeting on Friday and Saturday. And you know Tim has some good tweets. Follow him on Twitter, at Tim Miller Critic. And also to follow Haley at underscore H-A-L-E-Y-A-N-N-N. So uh, hit them up. Check out the paper this weekend and, for all uh, sorts Greg of— And Greg will be uh,
0: having a yard sale. If we're doing some plugs, you're having uh, a yard sale. I'll be out in the streets selling my stuff. That's your nightmare. Oh, I need To an have old your <laughs> stuff outside and people pawing through your stuff at your house. I need an old croquet set. I'll just don't bother don't, Greg. Just that don't. sounds great, because this really is a lovely, sophisticated thing. Provincetown is the Paris of Cape Cod. Can we all agree? I agree. We we. I, I agree. What? what all right. Uh, we have other news. Uh, blue lobster news exploded on Cape Cod somewhat mm-hmm. with a small explosion or mm-hmm. more like a whoa. Uh, at Arnold's Lobster and Clam Bar in East Ham. Certainly one of the uh, Mount Rushmore clam shacks on Cape Cod. Yep. Uh, Arnold's uh, Lobster and Clam Bar Route 6 East Ham. They have a blue lobster or at least had a blue lobster. We are unclear. What's going on with the Blue Lobster? Have you heard any details among you or on this story? Um, I do know details about this story. Um, They are trying to
1: find a home for this Blue Lobster in an aquarium. I'll take it. Can Greg have it? Um, well, how is it going to mix with the other colored lobsters that you have at your house?
0: I do have a wide, wide collection right, of lobsters. Right, purple lobster's, lobsters. going to get yeah, jealous. Yeah. You're like yeah. some kind of Dr. Evil of captured colored lobsters, Greg. <laughs> you yeah, have a turquoise a, one, a a one, one. I got a yellow one. I got a blue. You Sky know, blue, blue, pink, chartreuse. Blue yeah, yeah, red. <laughs> you got you know. one that looks like a ball of granola. I mean, you got all those colored lobsters. What, what do you plan to do? Is it somehow taking over the earth? What? Having all these lobsters?
2: Oh no, no, no! I mean, I, I've, I've got plenty of you know uh, c- containers, uh, aquariums. I, 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 have, I have a big. My my yard is just this big saltwater aquarium.
0: Are you gonna are you gonna open like a lobster circus? It can it can go in there with a the starfish. Like amazing, Doctor Greg's Lobsterama? Yeah, <laughs> something
2: like that. I got a starfish. I got a moray eel, Ooh. and they all like coexist in this big happy, you know, saltfish, <laughs> saltwater aquarium.
0: Oh, that's incredible! Well, there's a blue lobster. I guess you could break into Arnold's after hours, like Tom Cruise or something, or and, to catch a thief, and you could suspend yourself from the ceiling into the mm. tank and sort through in the dark, hoping you get the blue one yeah. before the other ones gang up on you. And, yeah, I would, uh,
1: I would head up to Ar- uh, Arnold's soon or then later if you want to see this. Maybe they have it in their tank. We certainly have a uh, cover some blue lobsters in the past at at Arnold's.
0: Why, that's right, Mung. In our past, we have met Troy, a juvenile blue lobster that lost a claw while molting at the Woods Hole Aquarium. The good news, he grows it back. So, like, he can grow back his claw. We also met someone named Deacon Blue at the lobster trap in Bourne at one point. Mm -hmm. Did you remember Deacon Blue? I do remember
1: Deacon Blue. That was a beautiful...
0: That was maybe the most beautiful one. (laughs) And then I ran into some guy, uh, an Orleans lobsterman... Who had one that was kind of light blue? It was okay. That's when I learned there's a one in two million chance of a lobster being blue. One in two million. They're which, rare. Which is
1: funny because that is rare, but we've seen like they come around every couple of years. It well, seems that's because the there's camp. billions
0: of people catching billions of lobster. That's, that's probably a, if you're like in so Davenport, Iowa. I mean, right. it's going to be rare to see a blue lobster. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe you see like a a blue gopher. Mm. Does that happen, Greg? No, just. Are black. you eating your dessert still? Just <laughs> red ones. <laughs> oh, I, I love it! He's stuffing his face with Amy's paste. No no, 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 We just, m- just, need more just red Oh, look at that seafood, seafood in Greg's Smart. mouth. <laughs> <Yum, laughs> Talking um,
1: about lobster and I see food. Well, speaking about more plugs, if you want to read more about the uh, the blue lobster at Arnold's, check out the Cape Cod Times Thursday June thirteenth edition.
0: Well, we'll be more blue lobster content coming. We've had good times with them. They are. We've seen orange ones. Hmm. Calico? Maybe, calico. I think the rarest one is the two-colored lobster. It went like, right down the backbone. It's split in what half. What about the albino one? I was just going to say. Oh, no. That's did, a, that did, thing's got to re- be rare. Did we see one of those? I don't think we've ever seen one. Hmm. Do they exist? Yes. Yes, yes they do, do. Albino ones. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, we're deep into seafood right now. And uh, this is something that came up uh, because we often talk about this uh, in the office here, chowder talk. And the world seems to be split into camps, and it's called thick chowder versus thin chowder. I know that I come in on thin chowder all the way. And I always thought that maybe PJ's uh, restaurant in Wellfleet had the thinnest that I know of, and certainly it's my favorite chowder of all time. But Mung was out there again exploring the chowder situation all the way down along the Cape Cod Canal, Mung. What's going on with that? Oh,
1: my God. And it has a massive celebrity connection. And I found uh, chowder that's so thin that you couldn't even see it.
0: It was invisible (laughs) chowder?
1: Wow. I've never seen that. Beep, beep, beep. That's the noise for backing up like a little front-end loader. Beep, beep, beep. I'm backing up. So uh, let's get to the heart of this huh? story. Let's back up a couple weeks ago what? when we were on Twitter. Actually, maybe it was just last week. Or it was every day. June sixth, Henry Winkler sends out a tweet, and we know how much we lo- the world we love the wow. Um The Fon, anything the fawn says, you need to immediately follow up and figure out what's going on because. Sh- yeah.
0: Craig, what does the fawn say? Hey. Uh, no. Hey, Getting close. <laughs> what hey. Is- hey. Okay, hey. 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 Sorry, sorry, hey. Hey. Okay. Part of it, right?
1: Um, and we, of course, know because Henry, Henry Winkler. say?
0: <laughs> mm, 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 we know
1: Henry Winkler is in the, in, you know, he just hey. won, a, won a big award recently for... Um, he
0: won the International Hay Award. A, yeah. For
1: his role in Barry, which is an awesome HBO uh, series. So, Henry Winkler, top-notch mm. actor. So, anyway, he sends out this tweet. He says, this morning, I sit here in my office, and I crave... With Crave spelled in all capitals. And he puts a photo of the seafood shanty in Bourne. Whoa. Um, which, of course, as everyone knows, is on the Bourne uh, Scenic Highway. Very uh, busy hugs, road. It hugs the Very canal. dangerous road. And you can see the Sagamore Bridge from their location. So it's a really mm. nice view. It's right
0: near the parking lot where there's like, is there a visitor? I figure what there's bathrooms there. I know that much. Yes, and there's yes, like yes, a herring yes. run. There's yes. like yeah. a little yep, yep, yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. nice so ground. It's, it's a cool spot. And then I was like, wait a minute. Is the Fonz on the Cape? I, it didn't seem like he was there. It seemed like he was cra- had been there
0: before right. and wow. had this intense Would craving. We do have evidence yeah. of him, him being at that restaurant like four or five years ago when he conducted the Pops by the Sea here? It must have been that, right? So he, has been, he has been there.
1: He has oh. been there. So huh. I was like, after a beach excursion, I was like, what is so great about this place that the funds would have to tweet about it? So I hightailed it down to the canal area. And of course, I'm not the biggest fried seafood eater, but I do love chowder. So that's where you need to start when you're at a seafood shack is to try their chowder. And this blew my mind. Ready? Um, and I appreciated this. The, uh, the person said before I even ordered my chowder, she explained some things to me. She said Uh-oh. this chowder is probably not like anything else you've <laughs> had. It's homemade. It's not made with clams. No, it's it's definitely Uh-oh. made with made clams. some other kind of chowder, <laughs> like those razor clams. No, no, uh, this is a uh, homemade. <laughs> With clams, but she said it's super thin and they don't use a lot of cream. So it's not going to have that that usual white look and it's definitely not going to be thick.
0: Did did you say at first no cream at all and then some milk or what was the... Oh,
1: and then she said no cream, but we use a little milk. So no cream. Um, right. no flour, right? No, she said the, no, no flour. F- no flour. So, absolutely not. Rules of the trade of right. chowder makers. She was like, it does not get thickened with any flour. So it's very thin. Very thin. Because if you want it
2: thick, exactly. you those
1: So, those Exactly. Which was good, items. because if I was a thick chowder fan and she didn't warn me, I would have been very upset about this. So it's good that they explained this to people before. Be- but I'm a thin chowder fan, so I was like, of course, give me double. I want this chowder. So when it came to me, it, w- it had very little milk. It was almost literally like a clam soup. Soup. I'd never had anything like it. It was tasty, but definitely different um, than what you'd normally get at, a, you know, a chowder that's popular on the Cape, like Captain Parker's and Yarmouth. And they had, uh, they had the chunks, of yeah, very potatoes. chunky, which is good. Potatoes, not a, not but a they lot weren't of potatoes. There weren't a ton, but a perfect balance. Was there a buttery taste to it at all? It, it tasted a little buttery, but it definitely—you know—it was hot and steamy and delightful. So this delightful. is light chowder. It was really light, yeah, but more—it was more like more a soup. Soupy. Yeah, so I kind of liked and it. And what color was the broth? It was—I uh, don't know—it was almost—it was almost clearish. Wow, um, that sounds that's very, thin. very
2: different. Uh, very different,
1: and, uh, like a clearish white because of a little milk that they did say yeah, that yeah. They, they did add to it. But it was their homemade recipe, and I, I I embraced that. You know, taking a little different take on chowder, and I appreciated that they uh, you know spelled it out for me. Yeah, I like that so, intervention. So I knew what I was getting into. Well, there.
2: yeah, you you would have been shocked.
1: I you would, have have been you shocked. would have
2: been Like, oh, what is this? Right,
1: but I, I embraced it, and I got some pick <laughs> a photo of it, and it was an all around nice time. And another thing I can say about the seafood chanty I was was overhearing some folks uh, that they were loving the fried clams So if you're a flat fried yeah, clam there, there
0: are some aficionados I of the seafood chanty love fried clams and candy. I was impressed by
1: their prices it seemed like you could, if you're not a seafood eater you could get a hamburger or like a sausage or a hot dog for under like six bucks
0: it seemed like
2: am I like the only person that likes thick clam chowder I mean
0: uh, no I would say I, most people like thin I like it thin I don't yeah. like that paper mache kind of no you know. that's,
2: that's, that's what I like it sort of goes down it kind of sticks is it mm. going down going down I feel going like down. you're taking
0: something good and you're gilding the lily in sort of a uh, mm. sloppy, clumpy way, and it just doesn't appeal to me. And not like a lot of potatoes. A lot of potatoes sort of takes away from the I like a few potatoes, essence. though. I mean, just a few. Not like... Not like, I like gotta say, certain so, certain so, people
2: smother it. So,
0: you know? people have to try the Seafood Shanty Chowder at 803 Scenic Highway Route 6 in Borndale, but what about... Where does it rank for you there, Mung? I know you've had plenty of chowder in your time. Talk to me about the real chowderness of all this. Is it your favorite now? Um, no, it's not my
1: favorite because it's just a little different than the normal. I, I, I'd go for a traditional chowder. I still think uh, the port side in Hyannis has been my favorite in recent years because they use some smoked bacon, I believe in it, which is a common ingredient in some chowders, but this one, you can really taste the uh, the smoky bacon flavor. Good sized potatoes. I actually haven't had it since last year, and it's like a medium, like not
0: thick, not too thin. So I kind of like a medium. That's the golden Locks zone of chowder. Mm-hmm. Not too thick, not too thin. Just right. Just the middle ground. I like yeah. it thin, though. I mean, I, when I make it ground. at home, uh, we usually use skim milk. Interesting. Huh. Just like, you know, we got to get that uh, clam liquor, that juice in the clam. That's got to go into it. Hmm. The clam liquor, Greg. That's know. right there. I got some in my flask right now, there, boy. Hey, I like my, you want some I, of that, I like there?
2: my I like my spoon to stand up on its no, own. No, no, no. That's wow. a sign
0: of additives and strangeness to me. <laughs> different tastes for different folks. You betcha. Uh, Greg likes it thick. I like it thin. Mung is right in the middle. Mm-hmm. He's like the little belly button of chowder eating. <laughs> isn't that nice? Yeah. Give him a and he- fresh, Greg. Isn't he cute? <laughs> it's
1: like my TV show from the 90s, Mung in the Middle. Remember with Brian Cranston before here he got I famous? I
0: am, baby. <laughs> Mung in the Middle. All right. Um, we move on. As the show dwindles, the sand goes through the hourglass here on the Fun Show Walk of the Week time, fellas. I am going to throw out Kent's Point Conservation Area. Kent's Point. Kent's Point. In Orleans. Kent's Mm -hmm. Point in Orleans. A very nice place. 27 acres. A 1.5 mile sort of uh, sequence of trails that loop around. And uh, just incredible views of down uh, Little Pleasant Bay. You can see Lonnie's Pond there. You get a real long vista from the end, very civilized point of land, and a good place for kids to get out there and take a flat stroll with good water views. You can also get your shoes wet if you want to. That's Kent Kent's Point Conservation Area, Frostfish Lane in Orleans. Monge, I think we were out there at one point. I enjoy Kent's Point. Um,
1: and also, correct me if I'm wrong, um, it is, uh, it's it's dog-friendly there at Kent's
0: Point? That is true. True, and uh, as long as people are good about that. Yeah,
1: cleaning up after your dogs,
0: keep them on leashes. Keep so on you can bring leashes. your dog there, and you can bring them on a leash, I'm sure. I don't yes, know. So
1: I'm just double-checking here online. I believe you're right. And, I and believe it looks I saw like it is dog-friendly, like which is good news for dog owners, because essentially, at this time of year, dogs are booted from the beach. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so Pretty it, much, so it, much it, everywhere. So that's, yeah. a, that's a good Most, opportunity right Most beaches, really. I don't think, allow
0: dogs yeah. in the summer. Yeah, which is probably, you know... Pretty good rule. We don't want to get into this dog and cat thing, Greg. I know where you stand. Uh, I believe they allow cats on the beaches, though. Do they allow cats <laughs> on? on home?
2: Can you check that on a leash? What would a cat do at the beach? I don't know.
0: They'd be digging, trying to they'd like. They'd be like, "This you is know. the best, biggest yeah, bathroom yeah. I've ever had."
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> like an ultimate kitty litter. Yeah, I mean, they're like, they're there's no squirrels,
0: squirrels or chipmunks or birds. <laughs> they can. Well, I guess they're seagulls, but the seagulls yeah. might get the cat.
2: So they just do their business constantly.
0: Would they just run away down the beach?
2: Yeah, they do whatever they oh, want. I'd love to wanted. see a cat I don't swim. know. I don't know. They, they'd probably go after, like, uh, sandpipers and stuff, right?
0: Well, I guess they might. Uh, cats yeah. at the beach. We've heard all of it now. Uh, if you're in the mood for a charming little family fun thing, uh, coming up on June 16th, that is Sunday. It's the annual Strawberry Festival from 2 to 4 p.m. That's at the First Congregational Church, 200 Main Street in Wellfleet. You can sample fresh blueberries, homemade shortcake, and fresh whipped cream. Mm. Live music, face painting Greg, hula hooping Greg, bubbles. So much fun. Lemonade. And strawberry shortcake, mung. That's the strawberry festival, two to four p.m. in has been I have attended that before. Yeah, it's a charming thing to sit down on a nice, almost summer day hmm. with a good piece of shortcake. I love strawberry shortcake. shortcake. Hey, is it oh, great, that is a great thing. Isn't it great with some, mm-hmm. you know, with with, with, a, with a bit of whipped cream on the top. No, you feel like you know, because often this show delves in things that are not very genteel. Greg is uh, constantly pushing the fart button. And I'm like, Greg, don't do that. Stop we gotta doing get. That fancier, we got to do things Stop it. like strawberry festivals, two to four in wealth. oh my gosh, look at the time! We got to get rolling. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show podcast, our 50th one. Can you believe it? They haven't come and taken us away. I want to thank Kevin McClaude at incompetech.com for all the wonderful music you hear during the show. My name is Eric Williams. Mung, thank you for being here.
1: My pleasure,
0: Greg. Thank you for being here. I'm honored. Till next time. Till next week, see ya! Yes, I think we should talk more about strawberry festivals and, and things like that uh, that are more sophisticated. Uh, what do you think, Greg? That is so dignified. That is not dignified. Will oh, you stop? Greg, stop that with the gaseous emanations. Doing that? You're bringing down the mood of sophistication. You are destroying the, qu- the quality of the show that we spent. It? Greg, another part of your anatomy is speaking louder than your mouth. up. Greg, stop it.
2: Into something that is classy, and you are destroying it. Where's Eric's pastry? Eat your pastry. (laughs) Actually, I ate part of it, so you don't have much left.
0: Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left.
1: Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan.